Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Charlie Waller Trust podcast, or the CWT podcast, if you like your titles a little snappier, for the health and social care workforce at the Lancashire and South Cumbria Training Hub. My name is Mark Durden-Smith, and I was a friend of Charlie's, and I'm lucky enough to be a trustee of this incredible charity that's doing so much to help people with their mental health. This podcast series has been put together by five of the amazing team of Charlie Waller Trust trainers who spend their lives helping people all over the country better understand mental health and well-being. So thanks for tuning in, and I shall now hand over to our Charlie Waller trainers. Hello, and a very warm welcome to you all from us both. My name is Debbie Spens. And my name is Julie Turner. Today we are going to be having a chat about what keeps us well, what keeps our mental health well. But how are you doing at the moment, Julie? How are things with you? No, I'm I'm really good, thank you. Yeah, it's I'm I'm down in Sidmouth and the sun is shining. Um, we've got blue sky, um, and I'm building myself up to going out for my walk later on today. Um, but yes, I'm working hard on keeping myself positive. Well done, well done. And I think you've got some brilliant strategies, haven't you? I know that we often talk about the five ways of well-being, but I think t- I know you've spoken to me about it before. But can you just tell me about your brilliant acronym about keeping ourselves well oh thank you it is something that i i've thought about and i use a lot so the um nhs five ways of well-being i've made into an acronym which i've called calming um and maybe i could talk a little bit about what those are because i think calling it calming does what it says and it really has helped me with my uh feeling positive about things And certainly when I've shared it with other people, they've gone, oh, I quite like that. So, yeah, maybe we could have a little chat about it, perhaps. Yeah, I think it's lovely because it it is something that's so easy to remember. And when we are feeling flustered and we're feeling a bit exhausted and we're a bit overwhelmed with what's going on, just to remember calm and to keep calm and that calming, the acronym is so clever. So talk us through it. What's the C for? What's the beginning for the C? So C is about connecting. And I think maybe that's been particularly hard over this last year for people to connect with each other. But we all need to connect um, with sociable people and we all need to be connecting and finding our ways of doing that. And that could be in various different ways. And I know that for a lot of people that's been over Zoom recently. And in fact, I guess that's how we've ended up connecting with each other with Charlie Waller trainers, we don't really know each other. In fact, I think we probably met once in, in London very briefly, but I do feel now that we've got this connection. And that in itself has been really supportive to me, both in terms of working, because I think we've built up a rapport for working together, but also we've had a little bit of fun, which has helped with uh, feeling a bit more positive about things at times. I don't know what you think. Oh, I agree. It's been so, so important and something that I never thought I would be able to have a big connection through a screen. But here we are, you're down in the south of England, you're down in Devon and I'm way up north. I'm up in Scotland near Edinburgh, but we're both on the coast, which I think is quite important. And that's been one of the connections to start with. But just having chats together has enabled us to build up a friendship and it's made me feel so much better because sometimes you go onto Zoom and think, oh, this is going to be just, just very hard work. But having a good chit chat and getting to know each other beforehand is really really helped me get through a lot of a lot of things during these these days when you can't actually see people properly and have a good chat so I think that connection has been has been really valuable and then of course we've learned so much about each other about our similar 
activities and things we like doing, which I think possibly takes us on to the A, doesn't it? Oh, that's really good. Yes, it does indeed. So the next one is A, which is about being active. And as you say, it's something that by connecting with each other, we've uh, talked about our various activities and both of us like to go swimming in the sea. And I certainly don't wear a wetsuit. I don't know about you. I do wear a swimming costume, I have to say, but I don't wear a wetsuit. Do you swim in a, a wetsuit or not? No, I certainly don't. Well, if I'm going to go for a long swim, and bearing in mind, as I said before, I am in Scotland, so the sea is a little bit colder up here. So if I'm going to go for a long <laughs> swim in the winter, and I mean, if I mean a long swim, I'm talking half an hour, an hour swim in the winter. Okay. Which, but otherwise, I'm in my swimming costume and I'm timing the minutes and it literally is minutes. But the joy of being in that cold water and I would at this time of year, we are now well just into March. I would call it a dip, not a swim. I'm bouncing in and out of, of the waves and just loving the cold water. And it's it is an extraordinary thing that we both have that joy but it is brilliant for our mental health and our well-being. I think it just is it's a wonderful it thing. It is. No, I agree. And and yeah, I'm going to call it a swim. It's not really, but that's what I'm going to call it. Um, but you're right. It is about being active. And one of the other things that I've taken up, which again I've done over this last year, but is certainly something that I will be continuing with, because we know that if we're active and we're outside, that helps us to feel a lot better. Um, and as we're moving into spring, then it's so lovely to be out there and to notice everything around us and the buds coming out and so on and so forth. So one of the things I've been doing is a lot of walking. And I'm actually, I don't know if I told you this, but there's a virtual thing that you can do. I'm not literally doing it at the moment. Anyway, you can do a virtual um, challenge. So I signed up and I'm walking from Land's End to John O'Groats. Uh, and in the last month, I'm really proud of myself to say that I've managed to do 200 miles. That's phenomenal. Which, well, I'm going to feel impressed with myself for doing it. I don't know about anybody else. And I guess when we're, you know, we're talking about being active, I'm not saying to everybody, oh, you've got to walk six miles a day. But there is something about having that physical exercise. And I guess it's how you weave it into your day so that it becomes a part of what you're doing every day. So when we're talking about these five things to do with well-being, whether it be the connecting or being active, these are definitely things that we must find a way of fitting in on a daily basis, because that will definitely help us with our um, mental health and well-being. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I, I think if you're able to get outside for that activity, get outside for your exercise, it can mm. make such a difference. I mean, I know I, I love my walking as well. I love my running, but obviously the dog needs walking. But I think it can be a combination of when I go out to walk the dog, I often meet other dog walkers and we will have a connection, even if it's just a morning, afternoon. Sometimes you might embark on a quick conversation, but it's it's the two in one for me, which is brilliant. So with your virtual walk, where on the virtual map have you got to 200 miles north of Devon? I'm assuming you're going north and you're not walking across the sea. Well, bizarrely, no. It's, it's a route that it's over. They've done one which takes you, it's over a thousand miles. So I started Land's End and I'm actually now just past Weymouth. I'm oh. hoping I'm going to start going north at some point. And you never know, I might get up to, well, I will get up to your area. You so will have another virtual chat when you're virtually in Edinburgh. <laughs> I'm certainly uh, learning quite a lot as I'm going along which actually takes me nicely into the next um, letter which of the 
the five ways uh, for well-being, and that's about learning. And we were talking earlier, and I was just thinking, well, one of the things that I've learned alongside your good self over the last few weeks is about doing a podcast. Who knew there was so much in doing a podcast? And we've just scraped scraped the surface, I think. There's masses to learn. So if, if, if anyone is listening to this, stick with us, because we are going to get better. We will get better. It is a learning process. But what fun it's been, and that's one of the things I've liked, that actually, because of our connection and so on and so forth, we're learning together, but we've had quite a laugh um, whilst we've been doing it. And hopefully, whilst you're listening to this, you'll you'll pick up on the fact that um, we've had a bit of fun along the way and learning about podcasts, whether it be whether you have some music, whether you have an intro, like we've had Mark Durden-Smith doing our intro, which has been fantastic, whatever it's, it, it happens to have been, but that learning journey. So I would say to, to all of you, learn something new. And if you could do that every day, then that's great. And it might simply be, for example, that you think, oh, I'll do a new dish today. I'll learn how to make that. It doesn't have to be big things that you're learning about each day. Or maybe you're listening to something on the radio and you learn a new fact. We were doing, um, we've done some Zoom dinner parties, which sounds a bit bizarre, but anyway, they've been quite good fun. And we've tended to do them around a different country. And it was Chinese New Year, so we had a Chinese New Year dinner party. And I put together a quiz about China and I learned so much. One of the things I learned was um, what percentage of pigs do you think are in China? So of all the pigs in the world, what percentage of them do you think are in China? And I had absolutely no idea. Oh. And I'm not going to tell you. Oh. I'm going to, if you want to, you can go away and learn that fact for yourself. Got to Google so it. That sounds absolutely fascinating. Gosh. Well, I've, I decided I would go back to playing the piano, having not played the piano for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, it's brilliant. I've really enjoyed it. It's really hard work for me. But I have loved that creativity, but learning a new skill again. And um, it's only it's for my ears only, I have to say. No one else is allowed to listen to it because it's really not very pleasant for anyone else to listen to. But for me, it's been <laughs> lovely, really lovely. I've so enjoyed that calmness of trying to learn something again and the, and the full concentration of trying to learn something again. I think it's taken my mind off other things which might have been, well, maybe not what I needed to be thinking about at that time. So, so I won't be getting a piano recital in the next uh, few weeks then. Well, if you do, I, I would suggest you put some cotton wool in your ears because it won't be very enjoyable. <laughs> oh, no, I can't believe that. But interestingly, you use the word about things in your mind and that sort of takes us into the next letter, which is about being mindful. Now, the NHS changed that and they, they now call it taking notice. But for me, in a way, it's sort of one and the same thing because it is about stopping and thinking about things and just giving yourself a little bit of space. And I, for me, what I do is that we talked about the activity and the fact that I go on my walking trips every day. And so one of the things that I've been doing around that is to to stop and to take notice. And I've actually used this as an opportunity to take some photographs. I then use the photographs and make them into a little story that I put on Instagram, which then leads me into connecting with people. So having those mindful moments, we're all so chaotic, so busy, 
so much going on. And if we haven't got things going on, then we create it in our heads. And you know, particularly if you're working, you have a manic day, you've got so many demands on you. You feel like you're all over the place and possibly not achieving anything, although you will be achieving a lot. And just to give yourself the gift of a few minutes where you're stopping and thinking and just being is so important. And I would challenge anyone to say, if they say they can't give themselves two minutes, two, three minutes a day, I don't believe them. But it's important that you make yourself do it. Giving yourself that space is so important. I don't know whether you'd agree with me on that. Absolutely agree. I, I love, as we've said, said a few minutes ago, we, we both are very lucky to live down by the coast. And there's never a day that goes by without me just standing and looking at the beautiful sea and just taking in the amazing surroundings. But I've, a very good friend of mine lives in Glasgow and actually mm. has spent quite a bit of time during lockdown just noticing extraordinary buildings in the middle of the city that he's lived in for years and years, but has never really noticed properly because he's always been rushing to work and jumping on a train or jumping on a bus and rushing back home. And he's taken a little bit more time to, and again, he's taken photographs actually of extraordinary buildings or parts of buildings or bits of streets that he's walked down for years, but never really taken any notice of. And I think he's, he's seeing everything from a very different angle. I, I think it um, just those few minutes can take a make a real difference. Yeah, and 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 as we said, I, it's doing it every day. So it's not thinking, oh, I'm going to take notice right now, and then forgetting about it. It's it's having these things that you're doing on a on a daily basis because you are actually giving yourself something by doing that. You're giving yourself some space, and that leads me into the last letter, which is the G, which is is around giving. And I'm going to relate back to um, the Instagram. And I said to you that I do the, the stories and, and, and people, it's great because people comment and that makes me feel quite good because usually they say nice things. But the other day, my lovely cousin, she'd posted, because you can do the post, she posted a jar of marmalade. So I messaged her back and I said, oh, yummy, that would be fantastic with some toast and butter. And she sent me back a smiley face, thought nothing of it. A week later in the post, I got a jar of marmalade that she had made. She'd seen my message, not said anything, put it, packaged it all up, put it in the post and sent it to me. And I thought, what a lovely gift. So that was her giving to me. And I tell you what, it made me feel absolutely amazing to get this gift. And so being given to is great, but equally giving to others is so important as well. And rather than remarkably, this is going to be very bizarre, and I am going to say it, that actually what has just been delivered, somebody has given, I don't know whether it's to me or to my daughter, but, oh, it's to me. Oh, how beautiful. Okay, a flowers. Was right while we're recording, I have been delivered a beautiful bouquet of flowers. That's amazing. You've been so bad. I've literally been given to today. Yeah. Because it's just me. So that, that couldn't have been tied better. We didn't even script that, did we? No, that's amazing. And I'm very jealous. They're absolutely beautiful. Yes, I think giving is so important. And all the years of teaching, I used to find it quite interesting at Christmas time, at what age young young people that I was teaching would be more excited about what they were giving at Christmas than what mm -hmm. they were possibly going to be receiving yeah. at Christmas. 
this time. And I used to find that quite an interesting maturing moment, actually, of, because we all know that if, you're care, if you care for someone and you've put a lot of thought into giving them a gift, it's a lovely, lovely feeling of, of excitement of handing over that gift more so than actually what you might be receiving. And no, uh, Yeah, absolutely agree with you. But I think that it's important to say that giving doesn't have to be, you know, I talked about the flowers you were saying about the Christmas presents, but giving somebody a smile and just saying morning for somebody who may have been not spoken to anybody all day. I think that's great that you can do that. And if you're at work, just saying thank you to somebody or you did or, or give them a compliment. You did that really well. It's just great. And we, we are busy. And, and again, I think we can forget to do these things. But I've said it a few times and I am going to say it again. I think doing these five things every day is so important and really enhances one's life and can help with that positive well-being. Um, so I, I don't know about you, but I think probably that would be my message. So I've called it calming, connecting, active, learning. And then I've been a bit cheeky because it's M-I-N for the mindful and then giving. And hopefully, maybe having listened to this, people might feel a bit calmer and more positive about uh, moving forward and enjoying today and if they do it every day getting some enjoyment out of every day whether they're very very busy at work or whatever they're doing I don't know that's what you think about I that. think it's such it's such a brilliant acronym and so many of these things uh lead in to each other so the the taking notice that the mindfulness bit the ming the min bit and the giving I think in a work in the work aspect, of course, if you take notice of your colleagues and take notice of what's going on, you can give of your time and you can suggest that you take a, 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 something away from them, something that you know is they're not going to have time to complete that day. You can offer to maybe do it for them and they will help you out at a later stage. So, of course, all these things work together. But I think it's a brilliant acronym, Julie, and I think ho hopefully everyone will be able to remember it. It's so simple, but just so effective, so clever. So well done, you. No, thank you. It's been really good to talk to you and let's chat again soon. Yes, great fun. So from the north of north of Scotland over and out. And the same from sunny Sidmouth. Well, thank you to the Charlie Water trainers. So many positive strategies that I think we can all use in our lives going forward. If you want to learn more, you might fancy a route around the Charlie Waller Trust website where you'll find all sorts of interesting and helpful stuff, including free resources. You might even be tempted to hit the donate button, which will help the Trust continue to deliver bespoke mental health training to those who need it. Thanks for listening in and do look out for more podcasts in the series.